Austin, Texas to Essex, England. It is the Slipstream Podcast with my man, James Linkfield. How you doing, buddy? I'm not doing too bad. You're looking uh, very dapper, I must yeah, man. say. This is our, hey, this is our Monaco episode. We got suits. We're both, we're both dressed up like we belong in the Illuminati for the, because oh, yeah. I think you need to be in the Illuminati to even consider going to that race. Like if you ever want to go to yeah. Monaco, uh, you have to like be in the Illuminati, uh, or you know, know like a prince somewhere, not even the well, Prince of Monaco, just like a, a prince, some like in the world, it could be any country, but like, a- as long anyone. as you know them. There's like a club that you can just like, oh, well, you know, royalty. You can go to Monaco if you want. And uh, so that's like, why we're what, dressing like thing. this. Yeah. Well, I, I actually know someone that went. I, I hate her a lot. So shout out um, Georgie if you're watching. So she was the uh, the president of my college at uni. Um, and she's on a gap year. Uh, not a gap year, like an international year. Um, and she was at practice on Thursday. Oh, and she, like, wow. She met, uh, she met Danny Rick, uh, Science, Yuki, Declare. Okay, and I well, am so bitter. I hate her so much. I uh, I don't know her either, but I hate her too now. So I don't know Good who know. you are. Yeah. Who, hey, whoever you are, I hate you because you got to go to that race. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on, man? You've had a crazy long weekend. You got what? Do you got some wine there? What are you taking communion? Uh, what's going on? It's so I got something that looks like wine, but it, it's grape juice. I okay. uh, I finished my exams on thursday so I'm, I'm done with university there and go. i have had a lot of alcohol and i'm feeling very you can sort of see in in the eyes i'm very hungover yeah so it's the closest thing i could have that looks like alcohol that isn't you know <laughs> although i said that i'm gonna watch the so we're friend was listening we're recording this on saturday and the champions league final kicks off in two hours so yeah, there you go we'll be going to the pub to watch that so you're just gonna be this is just a this is a you probably won't even remember recording this really let's be honest you won't rec- well, that, remember recording this episode this is like the 20 percent of the weekend that i'm sober so I, oh, gotcha. i'll remember this but th- this will be all i'll remember pretty much that'll be my entire last weekend as a student you know yeah there you go so you're done completely completely done yeah. dude that's amazing and i've Congrats. got like uni uni is like still going on for the next month but uh, i've what? got nothing to do but it's like I, I have no classes or anything like the term is still going on gotcha. so i've just got okay. a month of like going to the pub and going to the pub and going yeah. to the pub again yeah i just can't the, wait yeah just the fun stuff it's just a month of of debauchery yeah. Just a month of, I'm just trying to get my, you know, it's Monica. I got to have the hair looking good. You know, you got to have I re- it. Looking, I rate that highly. It's got to, it's got to be placed right. You know, I've got, uh, I've got, we've got sunglasses. Do you have sunglasses? Uh, oh, I did. I think they might be sort of being washed in the river. Oh, I I've like I've got those. these Tony Stark. Like I a- just, I feel like you're either, I feel like a complete asshole. Like with this whole look <laughs> going on, like I just I feel like a, uh, an asshole. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elton John. Oh, uh, oh, actually, yeah, dude, Sir Elton. That's, what's that's the, the term? One. What's the British term for like uh, just a rich asshole? What's the? Is there like a word for that um, besides wanker? Uh, wanker doesn't isn't like class dependent. You can be rich or poor, but nah, I don't know. We don't really have a Tory, so a Tory is like. I'm getting political here. Yeah. Tory is the name for a conservative person. Oh, gotcha. So if you're sort of ostentatiously rich, oh, so gotcha. Such a Tory. That's the closest gotcha. we have. I'm a I'm a Tory donut. Is what I am. <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's a very transatlantic mix. Yeah, it is. I went and saw a British, there. a British, a very British rock band, uh, who you can't even really talk about anymore because the singer did like horrible things. It turned out like ten years ago, and they're called Lost Prophets. Have you heard of that band? No, do you know who the no. singer is? I think a lot of people in England have probably heard of the Lost Prophets, and uh, the singer. Let's just say he went to jail for a very long time uh, for doing some really horrible stuff. We don't have to get into that, but yeah. before that was all disclosed, they like toured around and had a really big record in like the like 2004, and their roadie was like uh, setting up their stuff, and I was like a huge fan at the time because I was like a, a really young. And, uh, and I looked at him, I was like, Hey man. And he, he turned around. I was like, call me a wanker. And he was like, he looked at me up and down. He was like, you fucking donut. I was like, (laughs) it was a great, it was great, man. So, uh, man, Monaco week, uh, you know, let's get to it. It it was, uh, it was, it was, you know, not the most exciting race, uh, but, um, it was a good qualifying session. We had a lot of surprises, 
uh, Ferrari is the biggest surprise uh, with that with that whole week. I'm just gonna take these off. I just feel too much like it. I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like a Grand Theft Auto character wearing those glasses. It was glasses. cool while it lasted. Cool while it lasted. Yeah, I feel like I should just like be in Grand Theft Auto with those glasses. Uh, but man, Ferrari looking great, and I want to see them up front more. I want to see this every weekend. I don't know if we can see this every weekend, uh, but I think it to make. This championship really interesting uh, year after year. You want to see three teams up there knocking on the door. Yeah. And when Ferrari is in there, every everybody benefits when Ferrari is up up in the top three. Um, yeah. And so you saw that this weekend with uh, just a very interesting uh, first few rows. Uh, Chuck Leclerc, if, as I like to call him. Uh, his NASCAR alter ego. Yeah. yeah. His NASCAR alter ego, Chuck LeClerc out here. And uh, he's from, that's if he was, he was from Indiana, he would just be called Chuck LeClerc. Um, but, you know, he was up there with Paul. I, it was, Matt, Verstappen would have surely taken that if had he not crashed. Um, but oh, what well, was. Well, sorry, you, you say that, but because um, Max was up on his lap when Charles crashed. Right. So was Carlos. Right. Uh, Car- Carlos was a flyer. So, you know, there's a. There's a chance that that signs would have taken pole. That would have been crazy. That would have been amazing. But yeah, he's definitely the best. Like for like any of the new drivers, um, in new cars this season, he's definitely taken to his quickest. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and maybe arguably one of the harder cars to drive. I don't know. I mean, they're all they're all pretty hard to drive but ferrari seems like it's not a very simple machine to pilot it it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on that's very very specific to ferrari and i just keep doing this as i talk about ferrari because like you you gotta you know just you know just ferrari you know so it seems like that's a very like uh complex machine to drive yet he's been the most responsive uh in his new seat um and we see ricardo really floundering man he's just not he's not liking the mclaren at all i think he's having to change up a lot about his driving style but you mentioned signs uh maybe taking pole had leclerc not crashed and uh, i think that might have been the case I, I for whatever reason they just looked great that weekend um and maybe it's just because mercedes was looking so bad uh but yeah, yeah it was really good to see two red logos up in the in the first four slots so that was really neat yeah well, Ted, Ted Crow, I don't know if you watched um, Ted's Notebook. Do they have that in the US where uh, yeah. Ted Kravitz? Yeah, yeah. He was saying on, on there that basically the, the way the Ferrari engine works is the ERS system really kicks in at lower gears. So it really gives you like a punch out of the corner. Ooh. Now, it's, it struggles at sort of top end because they've used the majority of the energy getting to the fast speeds. Um, but he said that's why they were so good in Monaco. Well, that's one of the reasons they were so good in Monaco. It's just the way the engine was structured. Um, and then I think conversely, Mercedes have, relative to how they are on other tracks, normally struggled at Monaco. Um, James yeah. Allison did a big debrief on uh, uh, YouTube about it. And he said, we expected this to be our worst track. Whoa. Um, and I, I think that's sort of been typical of Mercedes in general. And I think then you would assume if they're going to struggle in Monaco, they'd be really strong at Spa, um, Silverstone, Monza, you know, places where yeah. you need that, that top end power, you know? Yeah, you really do. I, this is, this seems like sort of a fluke weekend for them. And you think that there's probably engineers up in the Mercedes factory that knew three months ago that Monaco was going to be tough for them. Yeah. Um, and they probably as a team, of course, they probably didn't want to. They didn't want to show their cards all that much. But you know that as a team in the back room, uh, before that week even started, they're like, "All right, this is going to be a tough one for us. Um, let's do whatever we can to mitigate the situation." Yeah. Um, but I just don't. I don't get the feeling like it. They were just caught off guard. I don't. I just don't. There's too many people in the back end. There's too much money floating around. There's too much data and and stuff like that and stats on where they're at to know. To not know rather that they're gonna they're gonna do poorly yeah. that weekend. It was just really weird. It was just odd, man. It was it was weird seeing Hamilton down in seventh. Uh, but I liked it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like I didn't like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, more of that every week. I think. But they yeah. were. I mean, well, they said in a way. Um, 
that Hamilton struggled because of car setup. And Valtteri, part of the reason he he did a lot better is he changed the setup right before quality. Um, and actually, James Allison was saying he, he was quite pleased in a way that we were uh, they're accepting that to be their worst race. Yeah, and yet Valtteri would have got second had he not had more bad luck. The poor guy cannot get a break. Poor he really can't, and they're all pit stops. Oh. They're all, they're all pit stops. That was wild. I thought the uh, nut, the, the way it was machined off, I thought the nut had folded back over over itself. Mm. You know, like it seemed like it just like flowered like a almost like a bullet, like it came back over itself. I was like, how do you do that? What's even going on? So I don't even know fully how those wheel nuts work because it all happens so quick. And I don't know if like part of the nut stays on the rim as they take it off or whatever, but it, it looks like a pretty crazy deal. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more. I mean, that's the first time I've seen that happen maybe ever in all the races that I've watched. Well, in uh, the notebook, he's, uh, Ted said that sort of basically most teams have like a hammer that worst case scenario, you can just hit it off and, and stay in yeah. the race. Um, but I think Mercedes think it was partially caused because he did Bottas come in slightly at an angle. And yeah. then they started to take it off and then that lodged it in place. And it, it stayed in place for, they didn't um, actually take it off until it was back at the factory because yeah. it was so wedged on. Um, but yeah, weird. It, it's amazing that Mercedes, who are normally so well put together, this is what their third or fourth pit stop this year. Yeah. That's gone awry. You know, that's really not like them at all. Yeah, it really, it really goes all wrong like on the pits, which is crazy uh, for them. They, yeah. they just have wicked, weird pit stops. Uh, and you're just like, why is, why it's always Valtteri sitting there for 20 seconds, you know? And you know, he's just in the cockpit, just staring into the distance. Like, this is not what I wanted for this. Race. Like how mad, how mad, like how mad do you have to be sitting there? But like, you can't, you can never let on that you're that mad, really. No, that no, way. No, you no. have to like keep it together and just like, <laughs> oh, what's going on? And you know they're inside, just like oh. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd love helmets to be transparent. I would love to yeah. see facial expressions. Oh man, as you're driving, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? If you saw helmet facial expressions and the helmets were clear, you'd just see this the whole time. You'd just be like, actually, yeah, it wouldn't be nearly as nearly as. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just, just Valtteri screaming in Finnish, a... just that's what this yeah, yeah, it's uh, not just as good like an idea. Viking expletives, you know. <laughs> He's got to have like special Viking words that only he knows, and like that his coach that's finished too, and they just exchange Viking swear words all the time, in, you know, in the sauna, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the sauna, we won't get. We let's not get back into that. It was that was a one time thing. We would never want to talk oh, about that. Yeah, again. I don't want to think about that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was really interesting seeing Hamilton out of his element. I mean, he's down there in seventh. He's he's not very happy, and usually he's like Mister Zen Man. He's like, oh, I'm grateful for the lesson, which is always really hard to do. Like, have you ever run into like a difficulty? And then immediately after, you're just like, well, I'm grateful for the lesson. You're like, wait, hold on. No, I'm no. pissed off. I'm mad. Yeah. So it feels it so was, much better to blame someone else, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Just blame somebody else, at least in the moment, you know. And uh, he's always so good about holding that back, man. Um, and uh, he, he was kind of he kind of let it loose this weekend, which was a little surprising. If you've if you've watched him at all, if you're familiar with his work, uh, he was he was he was uh, human, I guess. You could say he was just like a human being this weekend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and you th that makes me think a lot about how Zen a lot of these guys are, especially the younger ones, um, where you just have to do this thing that's like really, really, uh, you know, your heart rate's jacked. It's full of adrenaline. You're, uh, you're in this weird kind of flow state that you have to be in and then something goes wrong and then when something goes wrong you have to like stare at a bunch of cameras that are shooting your image out to like millions of people around the world and then you have to like say the right things at the same time and and, and that's a tremendous b burden and pressure people talk about Yugi Sonoda 
and his colorful language, which I happen to love. But like uh, things like <laughs> yeah. this, when when kids, when kid, I mean, essentially when they're kids, you know, slipping up and you're just like, well, yeah, I mean, it, how hard is, must it be to step into this world where every mm-hmm. little thing you're, you do is scrutinized? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really blame Hamilton that much for being a human being and, and having Got a frustrating it. weekend. But at the same time, like I said, it, I feel like you probably saw it coming, which is which is strange. Well, I, I think the, the quality performance wasn't a surprise. I think what really annoyed him was what happened on strategy. I think yeah. to be overcut by, uh, was it Gazi Vettel and uh, Checo? I think that would yeah. be what annoyed him more that the he feels he was let down by the team. Yeah, definitely. Um, which I, I guess he's partly right. But, you know, there's there's times where he'll let the team down. There's times that the team will let him down. And yeah. I think he has to take take both one of the few yeah that's true one of the few tracks where the overcut works Mm. which is which they were all surprised at that really yeah um and it was great to see it was really great to see seb do a uh, did he hear his radio he did um like the ding 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 that he used to do (laughs) a red ball when he went and that was great to see him back you know back to I, i i'd be very surprised if that aston was ever higher than fifth but i think yeah. it is great to see at least he can pull out a decent result in that that oil tanker of an aston yeah it really is like an oil tanker barge you know yeah it's just like a barge with wheels yeah super yeah. long i'm really excited for the next year's cars just because they're gonna shorten up a bit again you watch uh been watching like 2014 through 2016 season races and that those three years of hybrid cars right before they linked they lengthen these uh, chassis and these wheelbases um, is really interesting. It, I think it, it made for a lot of really, really good racing. So I think they kind of had a misstep with the regulations maybe where they wanted to lengthen these cars and, and pull out some speed. I think it's resulted in some boring races and what you've yeah. seen over the last three years, with the exception of this year, because it's, it's turning out to be a little bit more exciting than last year. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, uh, Lando... Where did he qualify? Where did Lando Norris qualify? P five, yeah, I think. and then up into P uh, P three for the race. Yes, um, and he's just looking great, man. And I wanted to talk a bit about the the split between Lando and then Ricardo right now. Do you think McLaren's garage is sweating that at all? Do you think Zach Brown is is sweating that at all? They seem to they seem to have kind of built in this pad with their expectations for Ricardo this year where they kind of knew he was going to be dragging and they knew he was going to be struggling with the car to get used to it. Um, How long do you think that meter runs this season? And do you think there's a point where they might try to say, okay, well, we need to start seeing some results or do you think they're kind of building in this year for Ricardo to, to learn the ropes and see what's going on? I think they would possibly, I think they were expecting Ricardo to struggle this season but I think based off last season, knowing that the racing points uh, or who are who were racing point now, now Aston Martin dropped off, I think they were expecting to sort of be able to afford that, you know, that they'd still be comfortably third. And I don't think they were expecting Ferrari to make the steps forward because I'd say Ferrari, uh, Lando, Carlos and Leclerc all look quite evenly matched. And I think if... Ricardo's going to be the outlier and that's really going to cost them yeah. in the, the championship. And I think, I think he will come good. I think if you remember, he, he struggled um, at Renault his first season um, yeah. to get used to the car. Uh, but we, we know the pace he's got. We know how good he was last yeah. year. I mean, I'm sure whether it's this season or next season, he will come good. And I think that if he does, and if Lando makes the steps forward, that he's making now and continues that i think mclaren is gonna look really good for the future yeah i do too uh back is one of his stronger tracks correct he won there twice once yeah i think definitely I think he did right was it with red bull it was with red bull he won yeah yeah, yeah. what year was that 2017 th- was it or 2018 was it one of the two i'm sure might- he's won there it might have been 2018. I know. I f- I feel like uh, Hamilton won 2017. Wasn't that the year that he got the penalty? Because remember Seb hit him, 
2017, I think, was the year where like Seb rammed into him in, under safety car, and like his headrest was missing. Yeah, and like he had to come in for like a technical pit stop or something like that. Is it uh, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix? Let's see here. Yes, Azerbaijan Grand Prix, Grand Prix. Was it, time, what, for the longest time, I was just like, "Grant, what's a Grand Prix? How does it?" Uh, let's pull oh, up the old, the old results here. So, Bottas won 20, 2019. Um, and then yeah, Ricardo won twenty seventeen. You're absolutely right. There we go. And then twenty it was twenty nine. No, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen was Hamilton. Crashed. Yeah, 2018 was Hamilton. Yeah. Ricardo was 2017. I got to watch the 20, 2017 again. Oh, that's a um, great Grand Prix. That's where, you know, like Vettel rams Hamilton on purpose on the safety car. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's 2017. That one, yeah. Huh? I like those that's 2017 cars, dude. I think out of all the hybrid area, even though they did LinkedIn those cars, I like the car the best with 2017 uh, yeah. with the shark fins. And it was just like one year where they had shark fins and they just looked so nasty. They were so cool. They did. It was basically this, it's essentially barge boards and stuff and small details aside, it's essentially the car they have now just without the halo. So you're just like, oh, this is like the one of the original racing cars or just has that original racing car look with all the benefits of that being these big beast machines, um, even though the halo has definitely saved a couple of heads. Yeah, uh, over, over, the, over the last couple of years, you're just like, it doesn't look as good, but it does save lives. So I'm very conflicted about this. So I, th- I think you can miss the aesthetics of a pre-Halo car while also yeah. being well, pleased the same, that it's there. Yeah. Well, at the same time, just be like, all right, I, well, I guess we need these. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think also I think Zach Brown is not the the harshest of team principals. Um, no. I think he's very relaxed. I think they have a very relaxed atmosphere over at McLaren. I think that's half the reason Ricardo even went to McLaren is because I think their vibes match up really well. Um, yeah. And they're all about having fun because at the end of the day, they are racing cars around circles for millions of dollars in prize money. So like, if you can't have fun while you're doing that, like, what do you even say? <laughs> like, what do you oh, even yeah. Uh, hey, I guess we're all grown men racing cars. Uh, we should probably have some fun with this while we're at it, you know. And I feel like uh, Renault didn't have the best vibe in terms of that. I think McLaren definitely fits who Ricardo is, which is strange because Renault is so French. They've got the best catering. You know, they've got the best food. Surely that would increase the vibe. Sure, yeah. You think, but you know, evidently not. Probably yeah. the best coffee too. Well, maybe not the best coffee, but the best wine. Uh, Ferrari's probably got the best coffee, you think, huh? Got to be. Surely Italian? Yeah. yeah. Surely I mean, they, not. They've got to have like the best, like just the best espresso machines, you know, just sitting right there. Uh, and that, that's where their, their engineering budget goes into. That's why they, yeah. their car was useless last year. They, they yeah. splashed all the money on, you know. Yeah. Aston Martin's got the best whiskey, you know. Oh, I think I feel like Williams. Williams is like such a historic. Ooh, yeah, that's brand. true. Yeah, I feel yeah. like uh, so Frank's got some nice stuff back in his office. Yeah. Definitely. What does Haas have as far as catering? What do they have that nobody else does? I feel like burgers and fries is too obvious an answer. But I feel like it, <laughs> they're not even that American. That's the funny part is like people call them an American team. It's like they're they're still not American. Like I don't even think their headquarters are in America. They're just owned it, by. It's five miles away from me. It's in uh, Banbury in Oxford. Yeah, so, it is. I, I am I am one hundred percent going to apply for a job at Haas. Like anything non-engineering, please give yeah. it to me. I will. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. It's a good way to go. I'm getting into uh, like data management. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm like trying to to study up and do software engineering and do like the data side of software engineering. Um, certified by AWS by the same machine that does all the data for oh, all these cool. races so i want to yeah. i want to see if i could be like hey uh, uh <laughs> hey you guys need any more uh those data managers over there because uh they're like what's your qualifications like well i have an f1 podcast so does that does that work at all they're like no not at all actually you need to be <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, whatever well, what hold on well i wore a suit for the monaco episode what does that get me any points they're just like actually surely. no not at all you <laughs> surely oh, don't don't even, man. Don't even. <laughs> Don't, leave him now. Leave him. 
Oh man. So yeah, it was a, you know, uneventful race. It's not the most eventful race, but it is kind of the late, it's kind of like the race that all the, and I heard this on the shift F1 show the other day, uh, where all, they're all, all of the business owners and all of the businesses that are intertwined with the sport, which is, which are a lot of businesses and a, a lot of people with a lot of money kind of get together one weekend and it probably makes, it probably nets Formula One so much in revenue oh, and new yeah. deals and stuff over the weekend that it's kind of just like a parade in a way. It's like a weird, yeah. so it doesn't make for the, if you're like a race purist or if you just want to see good racing, probably not the best race for that. Um, but you do get to see a really good qualifying and uh, and then you get just get to see a procession the next day. So It looks cool. A procession with them. It looks cool, yeah. With the yachts in the background, it's not bad, you know. <laughs> that's got to be the coolest. I think that's got to be one of the coolest tunnel exits in a like coming out of that tunnel in a car like that has to be one of the coolest feelings oh. uh, on on Earth. You know, just doing like a if you do a, watch any of the onboards where you're just like, oh, and that's what you see when you come out of the tunnel. It's just surreal, man. I really so I saw a suggestion on, online um, about a way to sort of make it cooler is if it was at night. Yeah. I feel like it would look so cool under streetlights. I don't think they do that for the commercialism side of it and the, the no. timings, but that would look they should. cool. They, that's, that's how the, you could do it on the game. Yeah, you know? it looks beautiful in the game like that. Yeah, do it. Do it and, uh, do, and why can't they? Because you've got, uh, you've got all the lights there. Do course, a night race. Yeah. What's, what's the stopping them from doing a night race, you know? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Like, you know. Do a night race, throw some water on the track, make it a little interesting, you know? I had no idea. I read up about Bernie Ecclestone, and I had no idea that that was actually one of his ideas once. He was just like, hey, we should put sprinklers on the tracks. Did you know this? What? Yeah, Bernie Ecclestone, he, like, at some point, he had, like, an idea where he's like, maybe to make the racing more interesting, we could put, like, sprinklers at certain turns and then turn them on halfway through the race. Like, wait, hold on, what's going that's on? Like, that guy that's was like nuts. A- that's like a Mario Kart type, like you know, you throw a throw a banana behind yourself to try and yeah. spit out the guy behind you. That's crazy, that. Yeah, it's just wild, man. So, uh, but yeah, uh, what do we got coming up? We got Baku next, um, and then uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be a good season. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah, for it, it. It's cool that um, I think this is the first time in the turbo hybrid hybrid era that Mercedes don't lead either the constructors or the drivers. I might be wrong there. Um, but yeah, Matt, because this is the first weekend as well that we haven't had Max and Lewis P1, P2. Yeah. So Max has quite a bit of a gap now. I think it's about about 10 points. Um, yeah. So that's good. It's really good to see Hamilton under pressure. And I, I think, think it's like way, four. It's only four right? points. I think so. He, I, think it's, I think it's like four points. Let's look that up. Hold on. Let's go. Finish your sentence. I'm going to look that up. Um, but I'd expect Mercedes to answer back. Um, I could very much see a, a one-two because of how strong it is in the straight line, that, that yeah. Mercedes. And then Baku is a power track, especially with that that long pit straight. Um, yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd expect a Hamilton win and, and probably a one-two, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's what you expect. You don't want to see it, but that's what you expect. You know, that's what yeah. that's what uh, Verstappen one hundred five and Hamilton with one hundred one. So yeah, four point lead. Oh, that is close. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty close. Uh, yeah. What what else we got? Oh, uh, favorite Monaco race of all time. That's what that's what we wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, what is your what is your favorite of all time? If you had to choose one, I, for the, I feel for the really- ages. I feel really bad because I cannot remember the year, but there was a year where there was, there was something crazy. Like I think a lot of the teams had underestimated the fuel usage. Uh, and there was something like seven retirements on the last lap. <laughs> and there was, there was this one guy who, who started in like eighth or ninth that came through and won completely unexpectedly. Um, was it uh Jean Alisi? I think it was or... someone a lot, a lot more unheard of than that. Yeah, it was it was his only win, and he sort of won by accident. And so yeah. I didn't I didn't really know that had happened. I didn't know the cars had stopped, and I just cruised through, and I saw I, I took the checker flag. Yeah, so 
Oh, I should I should I know that. Team that craziest Monaco races. Let's see here. Top ten Monaco Grand Prix ranked. I got mine. I know what mine is, but let's let's look this up. Uh, Patrizzi. Let's see here. Was it eighty two? Sounds about right. It was it was quite a while ago, and it was like the the like dragster looking F one cars. I think. Yeah, eighty two sounds about right. It was a long time ago. Patrizzi Four, sounds like that might be the right one. I'm not too sure. Thirty nine years ago. Wow. No, eighty two was uh was Patrizzi. I think he won because of the rain. So it, uh, it all the rain mixed stuff up. I don't see anything about fuel. Oh, I think it was fuel. Am I just thinking of a completely different sport? I I don't know what what was yours, man. Uh, new leader Patrizzi also asked too much of his rear tires, slithering around on the run down to Lowe's hairpin, and coming to rest as as Pironi, his Ferrari missing its nose box, and a wingless Derek Daly came by. But even before Peroni came past the start-finish line to begin his final lap, his engine began to sputter, and he ground to a halt in the tunnel. Holy shit. So he just stopped right there. That's wild, man. Uh, mine's got to be 1992. Uh, I, I, started writing, I started reading about all the craziest Monaco's, uh, and 92 was a Cinna win, but it only he only won because Mansell got a puncture on like lap 71 um and so they and so he lost like 10 to 15 seconds on lap 71 from that puncture coming out of the hairpin so mansell came out of the hairpin his williams would have easily won this you're talking the uh the fw14b uh which was that 92 williams with like the automatic suspension and all this stuff that hadn't been banned yet so they're like they're one of the first ones using the paddle shifters um, and so basically just a car tailor made for a, a tight street course like that. Um, and so he comes out of the hairpin, he gets a puncture lap 71, loses 10 to 15 seconds between the puncture and the pit lane. Cause he's halfway to the uh, pit. Yeah. So he loses 10 to 15 seconds on that lap, still has to pit and get his new tire. Uh, Senna catches up with him, uh, and ends up winning by like a two tenth margin. Uh, oh. So they have a crazy battle at the end and he ends up winning. Um, and then also you've got Martin Brundle and Michael Schumacher as teammates fourth and fifth in the Benettons as well. Uh, so you've got Brundle up there, you got Schumacher up there, and then you've got that crazy uh, kind of saga happening within the last like five laps, which is really all you're going to like all that can happen uh, at Monaco to ensure that something crazy goes on right so like so it was yeah it was it was pretty wild i watched that whole thing on the f1 tv app uh and it was it was crazy that's also i think one of my favorite cars too was that williams yeah. if it i had to drive any beautiful. of them the, if the i could williams, if i could drive yeah. any of yeah yeah if i could drive any of them it would be that car definitely like do you want to drive any of these cars yes which one the 92 williams because it I'd drives like itself i'd like to drive literally all of them anyone i'm all good that or I'm yeah. not, not picky, you know. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's this, true. <laughs> this feels like a yacht. <laughs> hey, this feels like a yacht with a steering wheel. What's going on? Oh, uh, so where are we at? Let's go timestamp. Uh, we got 33 minutes. So we got 12 minutes left. Uh, let's cover some league talk, league races, uh, Formula International racing on Friday is the league we share. And uh, where were we at this past week? We were at uh, Russia. Right. Yes. And then where were we at the week before that? That was Singapore. I think we were at Singapore. See, you didn't do Singapore. No, I did not. You did not do Singapore. Uh, that was painful. Singapore was painful. Uh, that'll that'll prove for some sore hands after a while. Did you finish? Because if you finish, that's an achievement. I did actually, and I finished in the top ten. So I, I did. I think I, I managed a P eight, uh, and then I forgot what I did yesterday in russia i think yeah something something bad i think it was a bad strat call i don't know i forget actually i think i might have been top 10 uh because I, russia I was in the midwest p10 i think i remember you being on my timing board I yeah think you'd have been p10 yeah yeah um, singapore i'm just jealous that you didn't have to do singapore because that is one of the, oh. the most painful tracks especially if you play with a pad 
you're just like sore. Your hands are sore all day. Yeah, it, go, it goes on for eight. It just never finishes yeah. that race. I think it is the longest race in the calendar in terms of time. It's, yeah. Oh. What, which like, why is it so long? Because the laps are longer than Silverstone, but then also there's more laps. There's like 30 something laps if you do a 50% race. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's about a 140 odd in the race, isn't it? 140. Something. It's like in the 130s, and, 140s. And Spa is like a 140 lap and there's 23 laps of Spa. Yeah. Isn't this something like, like 28 laps of Singapore? Yeah. That's loads. I don't I don't like, no, no, no. There's like 30 is. something laps. There's like oh, 32. God. Why? Oh. <laughs> why? Why are you doing that? Hey, and why are you doing even, that to us, God Bastards? It's not even on. a good race. Like, it's not like it's Monza or, yeah. you know, some one that everyone likes. It's a race that no one likes. It goes on It's forever. a fun track. I mean, it's a it's a fun track to do. To, to do on your own, I think. Yeah. But yeah. To get an overtake done is not, not the one. Yeah, no, not at all. It's it's too it's it's too treacherous. How did you do yesterday? Oh, I had a stinker. I uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. No, Sorry. no pace in quality and like. Sorry to bring it up. Wing wing damage lap one. I saw that. I, I, to come, I did the whole race on like hards, and yeah. it's it's just the worst when you're not even you're not even catching up to people. Yeah. On the soft, and then like someone a box, and they've got like twenty lap fresher tires than you, and there's nothing you can do. Nothing I, I you can do at all. The, two points i think in the end i finished eight no eight yeah salvage four points yeah somehow but oh no i hate sochi oh yeah it makes for good racing in the game it, like it yeah, makes for yeah, yeah. the 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 racing in the game for that track is like a lot better than it is real life yeah it, it's weird that there's lots of tracks that are terrible in real life but really i yeah. think like like yes marina i think is a good race on the game um yeah sochi is quite a good race and then conversely like I think Monza is really dull on the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Silverstone makes for a great race. You know, some of these, these classic races in real life that don't translate well at all to the, to the games. No, not at all. I'm looking forward to the new game. Looking forward to it. Like yes. huge. I want to see what improvements are made with a lot of the systems in the game. Um, I'm trying to snag a PS five here pretty soon. And I think mm, I'll me too. really solely just for league racing and, and, and then, uh, have a, I'd get a PC rig too. Um, and then have one of those wheels that just does both. I want to get into iRacing, man. Have you seen iRacing at all? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, man. It's that cool. Looks fun. I want to get into it. Yeah. They don't have a lot as far as like open wheel cars. They've got their skip cars. They've got a few, I think they do formula Renault, uh, and then F3 and then they have, car, I think. They have IndyCar, which is cool. Um, and then they have, I think it's like the, a tw- the 2017 McLaren or something like that. Str- something strange like that. So they have like a 2017 model car and you can race that car in a series with people and you do di- like different liveries. So and essentially you're doing like 2017 formula racing, which is cool. It's fun yeah. because you could do that around different. They have got a lot of different tracks. Um, you know, they've got just like an infinite number of tracks that they actually laser scan too. That's cool. With iRacing. So the track layouts are really fun. Uh, you could do like Watkins Glen and all these tracks that aren't available in the actual game. Uh, and then there's a real rating system with like, uh, with the safety and stuff like that. See, there's like a protest system. So I don't know how effective it is, but, uh, there's a whole thing built in. So it just looks really interesting. It looks like a good way to like up your, up your, lap times and just like yeah. kind of hone in your skills that probably translate to the other game and stuff like that. So where are you at on the cha- on the driver's championship right now? Uh, I might've gone back into the lead. I think if I finish eighth, I think I jump Mark again, but yeah. it's only about a point. Um, and that sets us up nicely. I think five left to go. We've got Suzuka, Interlagos, Yas Marina, uh USA and is that it? I don't I think know. So. You, I think so. You you know you know but admittedly I don't keep up as much with FIR as I probably should. Yeah. Because I've got uh my other league. I just I'm trying to just to not get relegated in that league. That's the only thing I want to do. It's just not Is that is that MSW? Yeah, just I just don't want to get relegated at the end of the season. I want to like stay in the league long enough to have my setup to see if I could hang what, when I actually get a setup, you know? So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see. Just uh, I just don't want to get to- if you're going to toss me down, I'm just not going to race. I just don't want to race. You know? Don't want to <laughs> yeah, get yeah. I know. I, I get that. I get yeah. that. Hey, we're going to send you down to the AAA. Like I don't know. I'm just not going to do it. It's not going to do it the, if, the, we, like, if for, that happens. Formula Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Midwest F1 League uh, had their Monaco race a couple of weeks ago. We actually have had like two races since then. Uh, but I figured, well, we actually did Russia too on Thursday night. Um, and I did horribly. I, I had to, we started, we started the race on enters and, uh, and then I did like soft, soft for whatever reason and just didn't do like mediums for the, and so I just ruined my own race with a bad struggle, but that's next week. We'll get to that next week. If you want, we'll talk about our Russia races and I'll show you the, I'll send you the links so you can watch them. They're kind of halfway entertaining. Um, they're not even halfway entertaining. They're like fully entertaining. Uh, shout out to crash McQueen and, and a hotspot for doing those for us. Cause they always look like really good. I've shown you a couple of our streams, right? I, I, I tuned into, I think it was it Canada a little while ago. And I watched that. That was really cool. And actually, I want to, now yeah. that I finished my exams, I can stay up till like, you know, 3 a.m. And I'd like to actually give it a go. And then you, if, yeah, if I win, it, like fly my Union Jack and Royal Britannia and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're all, let's say most of the, of our league drivers, we're all American based. So, uh, yeah. So I guess that's kind of why I spend a lot of time in that server. Cause it's all, I just, we're all kind of up at the same time. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so like, hey, where are you at? Oh, you're only like an hour away. So, uh, so it works better there, but, uh, yeah. Midwest F1 Lingy, Lingy's coming for you, baby. No we're we're going to yeah. <laughs> watch out. The, the British are coming. Yeah. And all that. The British, are, I guess that makes me Paul Revere. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had a Monaco race two weeks ago and we did the Monaco night race, which was really fun. It was more of a survival race. I think I had myself like three or four wing changes and that's just what happens when you're doing a Monaco race. That's Monica. At a That's league. Monica I forgot. For yeah. I forgot how I ended up. I think I just was trying to survive at the end of the night. I was like, well, if I could just make it to the end, uh, we'll be, we'll be good. But uh shout out to our Monaco winners. Um, D4, P1, P2, P3. Real quick, I'm going to go down the list here. We're going to cover this and Silverstone that we had last week and give everyone up props for their, their performances. Knuckles, uh, Hammer and Dead text message, P1, P2, and P3. Great job, guys. Uh, best Pawns, Kaz FJ. Kaz FSJ. I don't know what that FSJ stands Actually, I don't know, Kaz, what your entire name stands for. So uh, I'm just going to make some wild guesses. And then Subtle Butthole in P3 uh, for D3, which uh, I say this every time, but like greatest name of all time, Subtle Butthole. So, uh, hey, man, great job with the name. Uh D2 saw uh, Tiak and then Uncle Ben's Rice and Domingo's P1, P2, and P3. Tiak's up in D1 now, so uh, you don't have to terrorize us anymore, um, which I didn't actually mind because he was my teammate. Uh, so it was always him winning the races, so I was totally fine with that. So I'm just a little salty because I don't know where who my teammate is now. Uh, so I, I need to have like a better team. I just, come on, like where's the, let's, let's talk about the teammates. I'm going to pick my team. I should be, I should pick my teammate. Hey, I'm going to pick my teammate and we're going to actually, do you want to be my teammate? Do you just want to be my teammate in D2 now? I, I don't know if I could commit every, every week for like a uh, just, two just two or three. race, but I'll, I just oh, when, two I, or when three. I reserve, I'll ask. Yeah. I see two or three for the points. We just need to point. We were up in the construction championship. It was like top three. I think we we're winning it at one point. And then he went to D1. So like, oh, well, what am I going to do now for my constructors that I, that I mooch off of because I'm not as good as the my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D1, Monaco at night. Mystic Joker, F1 going to win it. And Cake Thomas, P1, P2, and P3, respectively. Cake Thomas killing it, man. Uh, I You were in the same showcase as me. And, uh, you know, he's doing good up there in D1. Um, he's always been, like, really quick. Like, when we, were, we did a showcase at, like, Brazil, uh, several months ago for this league. And I was like, man, that guy's really fucking fast. Uh, so I'm glad to see that he's up there, uh, getting it done. Uh, Silverstone was last week. And then we have our D4 podium of, uh, capital and then dead text message and snooker ML, uh, any relation to Snooky from the Jersey shore? We're, we're not sure. Um, but that's, uh, who's yeah. You're gonna say, yeah. Why not? Surely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, then we are D3 podium. Uh, Chief Braids, Young DJ, CJ, and VTech 87 PR1. Hey, bud. Long name. Change it, you know. Uh, I'm kidding. That's, that's you're not do, convenient you're doing for great. us at all. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, man. Hey, dude, change your Hey, dude, eighty. You got eighty-seven numbers in your name, dude. Change it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're doing great. You're killing it. Uh, Chief Braids is. Uh, yeah, I've seen him up in the top a couple of times. He's doing great, man. Uh, fast dude. Maybe we'll see him in D two at some point. Um, D two, our podium. It's gonna be uh for Silverstone. Will Ans, uh, my former teammate Tiak once again, and Uncle Ben's Rice. Uncle Ben's Rice is another driver. Uh, who's been killing it. Just want to give a shout out to that guy. He was also in the, the showcase that I did. And uh, he definitely overtook me a couple of times. It's like, well, I'm going to let you go by because you're super fast. So uh, he is killing it in the Reno in Midwest F1. So happy to see. Uh, Will Ans has, uh, I think he's won the last two, if I'm not mistaken. I think he won in Russia uh, Thursday night as well. So uh, he's getting some good wins, some good points. And uh, that dude's super quick. And uh, then we got D1, Mystic Joker once again. Uh, and then my old teammate, Mayamer, uh, and Hash9211 in the podium for D1. So up to Silverstone, that's what we got. And our Drivers' Championship. Uh, what do we got? Drivers' Championship. We've got D4. What do we got? Nitwit, Dead Text Message, and Spaceman. Top three, 49 points, 43 and 43 points, respectively, up until Silverstone. I guess that'll change a little bit uh, for Russia. And then let's go ahead and hit our D3 Drivers' Championship. Where we got uh, Cheap Braids up there at one. Uh, subtle B-hole. I'm just going to stop saying your name, man, because I just feel dirty every time I say it out loud. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and then Houdini 1313, uh, 83, 82 and 74 points for the top three there. And, uh, chief braids just killing it, man. He's running away with it. You guys need to catch up to him. That's a close race too. That's only like a point or two separated between one and two in D three. So uh, that's going to be an exciting race. And, uh, where we got driver's championship division two, uh, we've got Will ends, uncle Ben's rice and soy loco. Top three. Tiak, of course, went up to D1. So Will Ann's 123 points. Uncle Ben's Rice, 120. Soy Loco with 74. Uh, Murph and Shelly, 68. And uh, then myself uh, with 63 points there. So I'm I'm uh, happy to be up there in the top. I guess I'm top five at this point. So nice. I'm uh, yeah, man, I'll take it. I'll take it, dude. I feel like I've hit a wall with my pace lately. And I really can't wait to get my wheels set up because... I just want to just want to take it to the next level. You know, you just got to take it to the next level. I feel stuck. I don't like that. I feel stuck with that. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Whatever. I'll just try not to crash. That's basically my main goal. Uh, D1 Drivers Championship. Mystic Joker F1 getting to win it. And Mammer Mystic with 210 points. F1 getting to win it with 143. And Mayo Murr with 134 as of Silverstone. And uh, yeah, man. Good races setting up. Uh, good. I like the four, we've got four divisions in that league, and we're they're all set up really well according to where people are at pace wise. Uh, so it makes for some really interesting races. I'm pretty excited to see how the rest of the season turns out. Uh, but shout out to Pork Chops and Monkey Mafia for uh, all of their hard work with this league that goes into it. It's really really fun time, and uh, yeah, man, we're gonna do an episode for Russia next week. And uh, what do we got? Forty-eight minutes. I think we're we're good. Let's wrap it up. Quick uh, podium predictions for Baku next week. What do you got? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna go Hamilton, Bottas, Ricardo. Oh, I what? Think, I think that that Mercedes top end power. I think is yeah. really gonna gonna show at that track. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bottas, Hamilton. Perez. So I want to see. Okay. I'd like I to see Checo start pulling some some good results, you know. Hey Checo, you're due, buddy. Let's go. Let's, no let's see. Come on. Come on. Before that, he did P4 Monica. That's fine. That's he's doing fine. He's that's, he's doing great. That's what's expected, I think, of him, really. Yeah. Hey, bud, you're doing great. All right. Keep doing whatever. Hey, Checo, whatever you're doing. You're never gonna see this podcast, but just keep doing whatever you're well, doing. All right. And, and if you are watching Please sponsor this any way you yeah. can. If you are watching, please throw some of that tell cell money this way because I could use like a daddy could use a new desk chair and uh you know whole I'll just buy a house. So yeah, if you wanna if you wanna Either throw some or. of that tell cell money, 
Verstappen, <laughs> if you want to throw some of that tag hour money this way, that's that's great. Uh, they're never going to see this, so that that was a completely pointless last thirty seconds. But you never um, know. Yeah, you never know. You just got to try. Hey, never hurts to ask. Exactly. You know? Never hurts to ask. You're off to the pub. You got to watch an English league championship, huh? The Champions League. It's yeah. It's like the the like European crown of whoever's the best, and it's two English teams. Um, it's the team, one of the teams that I hate the most, Chelsea playing a team that I don't hate as much. So that's pretty much how I decide who to support really is whichever one of the teams I hate the least, that's yeah. the one I'm supporting for tonight. Nice dude. That's uh that's, I feel like I'm dressed well to go to that. So I might just join you. I feel like I should oh, hop no, on it, a flight it, and head over there. English football is not a classy affair. It's like Stone no. Island, bucket hats, you like, Kubo gotcha. and like that sort of stuff. There we go. Well, I've got uh, some good vacation days. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come hang out. We're gonna do one of these from England at some That'd point. Be cool. So we're yeah. we're gonna do that. You got to take me to the Tottenham Stadium too, man. I do actually up the the mighty Spurs. Yeah. How of course, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'll let you get to it, and uh, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this up. We will see you. Uh, what do we got next? Is it next week or this next week? What's today? Sure. Next weekend. We will see you. Uh, after Baku. So uh, until then, everybody, this has been the Slipstream Podcast. James, thanks for doing it, buddy. Thanks for doing it again. Thanks for having me, man. As per. This has been the Slipstream Podcast. And until next time, everyone, keep pushing. Keep pushing.